Well, friends, welcome to day number 42 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. It is a great day here from where I am podcasting. I hope it's a great day where you are too. Well, even if the weather's not great, I just pray that you are able to make it a great day and utilize this gift of breath in our lungs, a gift of a new day so that we might draw closer to God and closer to each other as neighbors. Well, today is an awesome day because you get to finish another book. The book of Numbers will be completed. That's book four of five of the Pentateuch or the Torah. And we get to start a new book, the final book of the Pentateuch, and that is Deuteronomy. We'll be reading Deuteronomy number one. You should also read those final chapters in Numbers, Numbers 34 through 36, as well as Psalm 42 and Proverb 11. As always, I'll be reading from the World English Bible Translation. This is a public domain translation that I'm able to use for podcasting purposes. But hey, you're welcome to use any translation you have on hand and that is comfortable for your reading. Friends, if you need the Bible in a Year reading plan, you can go ahead and click that link in the show notes. It'll bring you to a web page where you could download it. There's also a Facebook page link there that you can click and join the community uh, so that we can enlarge the conversation with one another, ask questions, share insights, and even pray for one another. So I invite you to go ahead and click that link as well. Well, friends, without further ado, let us jump right into God's word together. Deuteronomy chapter 1. These are the words which Moses spoke to all Israel beyond the Jordan in the wilderness, in the Arabah, opposite Suf, between Paran, Tophel, Laban, Hazaroth, and Dizahab. It is eleven days' journey from Horeb, by the way of Mount Seir, to Kadesh Barnea. In the fortieth year and the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, Moses spoke to the children of Israel according to all that Yahweh had given him in commandment to them. After he had struck Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, who lived in Ashtaroth at Edre, beyond the Jordan in the land of Moab, Moses began to declare this law, saying, Yahweh our God spoke to us in Horeb, saying, You have lived long enough at this mountain. Turn and take your journey and go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all the places near there, in the Arabah, in the hill country, in the lowland, in the south, by the seashore, in the land of the Canaanites, and in Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which Yahweh spoke to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to them and to all their offspring after them. I spoke to you at the time, saying, I am not able to bear you myself alone. Yahweh your God has multiplied you, and behold, you are today as the stars of the sky for multitude. Yahweh, the God of your fathers, make you a thousand times as many as you are and bless you, as he has promised you. How can I myself alone bear your problems, your burdens, and your strife? Take wise men of understanding, who are respected among your tribes, and I will make them heads over you. You answered me, saying, The thing which you have spoken is good to do. So I took the heads of your tribes, wise and respected men, and made them heads over you, captains of thousands, captains of hundreds, captains of fifties. 
captains of tens and officers according to your tribes. I commanded your judges at the time, saying, Hear cases between your brothers and judge righteously between a man and his brother and the foreigner who is living with him. You shall not show partiality in judgment. You shall hear the small and the great alike. You shall not be afraid of the face of a man, for the judgment is God's. The case that is too hard for you, you shall bring to me, and I will hear it. I commanded you at the time all the things which you should do. We traveled from Horeb and went through all the great and terrible wilderness which you saw, by the way to the hill country of the Amorites, as Yahweh our God commanded us, and we came to Kadesh Barnea. I said to you, You have come to the hill country of the Amorites, which Yahweh our God gives to us. Behold, Yahweh your God has set the land before you. Go up, take possession, as Yahweh the God of your fathers has spoken to you. Don't be afraid, neither be dismayed. You came near to me, every one of you, and said, Let's send men before us, that they may search the land for us, and bring back to us word of the way by which we must go up and the cities to which we shall come. The thing pleased me well. I took twelve of your men, one of every tribe. They turned and went up to the hill country and came to the valley of Eshkol and spied it out. They took some of the fruit of the land in their hands and brought it down to us and brought us word again and said, It is a good land which Yahweh our God gives to us. Yet you wouldn't go up, but rebelled against the commandment of Yahweh your God. You murmured in your tents and said, Because Yahweh hated us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. Where are we going up? Our brothers have made our heart melt, saying the people are greater and taller than we. The cities are great and fortified up to the sky. Moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakim there. Then I said to you, Don't be terrified. Don't be afraid of them. Yahweh your God goes before you. He will fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness where you have seen how Yahweh your God carried you as a man carries his son in all the way that you went until you came to this place. Yet in this thing you didn't believe Yahweh your God who went before you on the way to seek out a place for you to pitch your tents in and fire by night to show you by what way you should go, and in the cloud by day. Yahweh heard the voice of your words and was angry and swore, saying, Surely not one of these men of this evil generation shall see the good land which I swore to give to your fathers. Except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it. I will give the land that he has trodden on to him and to his children, because he has wholly followed Yahweh. Also Yahweh was angry with me for your sake, saying, You shall not go in there. Joshua, the son of Nun, who stands before you, shall go in there. Encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones, whom you said would be captured or killed, your children, who today have no knowledge of good or evil, shall go in there. I will give it to them, and they shall possess it. But as for you, turn. Take your journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. Then you answered and said to me, We have sinned against Yahweh. We will go up and fight according to all that Yahweh our God has commanded us. 
Every man of you put on his weapons of war and presumed to go up into the hill country. Yahweh said to me, Tell them, do not go up and don't fight, for I am not among you, lest you be struck before your enemies. So I spoke to you, and you didn't listen, but you rebelled against the commandment of Yahweh and were presumptuous and went up into the hill country. The Amorites who lived in that hill country came out against you and chased you as bees do and beat you down in Seir, even to Hormah. You returned and wept before Yahweh, but Yahweh didn't listen to your voice nor nor turn his ear to you. So you stayed in Kadesh many days according to the days that you remained. Gracious and eternal God, thank you for this day. Please be with us through the power of your Holy Spirit to open our hearts, our minds, and our souls that we might hear your voice in these words that we've read today. Help us to apply these truths to our lives so that we might glorify you in all that we are and all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, we are now in the book of Deuteronomy, the final book of the Pentateuch or the Torah, the teaching of the old Hebrew Bible. The word Deuteronomy is derived from a Greek term, which means second law. The Hebrew Bible simply referred to it as Debarim, which means words. These are the final words of Moses, and the Deuteronomy translation of that word means second law. It doesn't mean that there was a a second set of law given at the time. It actually means repeated. So Deuteronomy is basically Moses standing at the edge of the promised land with the Israelites. And it's here that he basically gives a very, very long sermon. In fact, this sermon doesn't end until chapter 32. And by the way, there's 34 chapters. And it culminates, the book ends with Moses' death. We heard about this being talked about in Numbers. Uh, God said that you are going to be gathered to your people just like your brother Aaron was. You're going to come up on the mountain and I'm going to gather you to your people. But that doesn't happen until after he gives this sermon and then blesses the people of Israel. By that time too, Joshua is ordained to take Moses' place of authority uh, amongst the people of Israel. Now today in chapter one, we see that there is a reiteration, right? So Moses in this sermon is reiterating their history together from the time they left Egypt to the time they made it to the border here at this moment at the promised land. He talks about when Jethro, his father-in-law, encouraged him to make judges over people so that Moses didn't have to do all the work. This is the great ministry of delegation. So Moses reminds them of that and said, you know, God has blessed you so much that you are as numerous as the stars in the sky. This is echoing the Abrahamic covenant back in in Genesis. He also reminds them of why the first generation didn't get to go into the, or won't get to go into the promised land. And that's because when they sent spies out, some of them came back and instilled fear into the people saying that the people were giants, right? The Anakim, the Nephilim, they were there. Also that their walls are basically so huge, extending to the skies that they wouldn't be able to get past them. So when they brought this poisonous news back to the congregation, many of the people of Israel, it says that their hearts melted and they were fearful. And because of that, 
they disobeyed God's command to go in there and possess the land. So God said, nope, you're not going to be the ones that go in there. It's going to be Joshua and Caleb and that generation who will go. Finally, I also love the fact here that Moses says, because of you, the Lord became angry with me and said that I can't go in the promised land. Do you remember the time when they were thirsty, the Israelites were groaning and thirst, and God said, all right, go ahead and speak to that rock over there, Moses, and it will give water for you, the congregation, and all the cattle. And all the cattle. But what does Moses do in his own anger? He deviates from God's command, and he strikes the rock twice with his staff. God didn't want him to do that. And because of that, Moses' disobedience led to him being precluded from going into the promised land himself. Again, throughout all of these, all these wilderness wanderings, God was preparing the people for obedience and living in right relationship with God, being able to stand in God's holy presence. And when there was deviation, where there was sin, there was also accountability for their actions. And so Moses' accountability as his penalty for his sin was he didn't get to go into the promised land. So friends, a lot of this in Deuteronomy is going to be kind of a refresher of what we've already heard. And there will be some places where we get a little bit more information. So it helps elucidate some of those things that might have seemed a little bit muddy in the past. So it's a, it's a great reminder. It's a great sermon. Uh, and luckily after we give sermons as pastors now, we don't necessarily die. But in this case, Moses will die at the end. And we'll see that it won't be until the very first book of Joshua that the people cross the Jordan River into the promised land for the first time. So friends, I hope that you stick around on this Bible near reading journey with me and with each other so that we can continue building this holy habit of finding God in God's word, a place where he promised to meet us. The same Holy Spirit that inspired the people to write these words is the same Holy Spirit that speaks to our hearts today through them. So it is a great way for us to submit our lives to God, to ask God to lead us and to shape us into the people that God wants us to be. So friends, I'm excited to be on this journey with you, and I hope to see you back tomorrow. Until then, God bless.